0: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW proof. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Social Media Chef. I am absolutely ecstatic that it's finally November. Um, We are moving on from Halloween and moving right into Thanksgiving, and today's show is all about that holiday. We're going to talk about everything from choosing what type of gathering to have, how to decorate, how to plan the menu, how to budget as well as how to make that perfect turkey. You know, you go over to someone's house and they have that succulent bird, and you're like, how do they do that? Well, I'm going to tell you how to do it yourself today to make you look really impressive to your family and friends. And also, I'm going to say throw out that packet of turkey gravy, throw out that jar of gravy, and let's make our own. It's not that hard, and we're going to be going through that today. So it's all about Thanksgiving on today's episode of The Social Media Chef. Join us after the break when we are going to talk about how you can plan your perfect Thanksgiving gathering right after the break. Okay, if you're like me, you're getting a little bit tired of always talking about one aspect of marketing, which is social media. Now I love social media, don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of other things that um, businesses can use just like mine and yours to build their businesses using marketing. So that's why we created The Social. The Social is not exclusively a social media group. It's about a bunch of people internationally getting together to talk about marketing ideas and sharing trends, tips, tactics, strategies, and also helping one another build their businesses. Follow us on Twitter at The Social Go to find out more about what we plan in the future, what type of events we're going to be. If we're going to be in your neighborhood, you have to follow us in order to find out. We have a television show coming out and our website will be up in no time flat. So you need to go on Twitter. Follow at The Social Go and learn how you can get involved in this brand new community. welcome back. Uh, This is Chris Tompkins here, Social Media Chef. I really appreciate you all joining me today for today's special Thanksgiving episode. Um, It's really funny because for years when um, I lived out of the country for so many years, I'm just studying and traveling and working professionally, that um, I came back to the States in about five or six years ago and it had been so many years without Thanksgiving. Now, that holiday was always something really special to me because it was a time when my entire family would get together, extended family, friends, everybody would get together for a really, really big blowout meal. And the one thing that I'm really grateful for in my family is that I have a whole bunch of really amazing chefs, cooks, bakers, everything. So the food was always phenomenal. You know, but when I came back um, after being away for so long... It was almost like I had to relearn how to do Thanksgiving and also how to do it on my own terms. When I lived here before, it was more that, you know, the family would um, throw uh, all of the Thanksgiving gatherings. But, you know, I moved down south and I'm living in um, on Clearwater Beach. It's a little bit different. (laughs) And also, it's a little bit different of a setting as well. So, you know, I wanted to share with you some of the tips that I used um, because I love to entertain, but also, you know, there's a lot of stresses that we have in our lives, and we need to, you know, streamline things to make sure that we're doing the right event for the right time in our lives with the stress, with the budget, with the money, with all of that stuff. Now, I think that there's two ways to do Thanksgiving. The first way I would suggest is to have you know a sit down meal now, who are you going to bring to that sit down meal? How many people do you feel comfortable cooking for? How many people can your kitchen handle really? you know is your oven enough to handle a huge bird or are you going to have to do two small ones, or is it better just to keep it more intimate? Another thing to think about is if you're going to have all of these people over for the uh, sit down dinner obviously space is a space is a, a concern. But you know, do you have enough money at this time of year, right before the Christmas season and then the holiday season, I want to say, um, to really make that special? Or would it be more special if you had it more intimate? See, now another way of doing it. Now, for me, for example, this year, I'm having a very, very busy year. I'm running around, this, that, and the other. I'm going to be away for most of December because we're going to spend Christmas with my family up north. And it, it's kind of, okay, I don't know if I can really handle a full Thanksgiving. So perhaps another option for you is to do an open house. Well, an open house is pretty much you start it from a time and you end it for a time, almost like a party. But what you will do is you can set a time for sit-down. So, for example, hey, we're going to sit down, if you want to, around 2 o'clock. If you're interested in sit-down, let us know, and um, we will cook to accommodate. And then anyone that comes has to bring something, open like, almost like a potluck dinner. Now, this is a really interesting way of doing it because you get to taste a lot of different um, versions of people's food. The only bad part about it is that you have to really coordinate what people are going to bring or you're going to have 45 potato salads, 45 sweet potato pies. You know, you really have to think about that. Now, when you're thinking about your menu, no matter which way you go, make sure that you're hitting all of the staples that people expect. Thanksgiving is one of those holidays where you can be a little uh, adventurous, but not too adventurous. You have to be able to have the, the main flavors that people expect on the holiday. So if you really want to push the boat out and do um, this really outlandish type of stuffing, make sure that your audience is going to be okay. You know, many times when you're having Thanksgiving meals, you're having multi multiple generations. So you can't just aim for you know, um, this crazy pomegranate stuffing that grandma's not going to like, the kids aren't going to like, and everyone else is going to be confused about. You can add something special, but just don't go over the edge. And I'm saying this from experience because I've done this before. Um, Another thing that you have to think about is make sure that you have a really good set budget. I am just as guilty as the next person when it comes to this, and what I'll do is I want to give, 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 give. So at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe I spent that much money. That's ridiculous. Um, and you just go out, and you're like, oh, I like that little tablecloth. Oh, the placemats. Oh, how about these placeholders? And then it just starts to snowball. Set yourself a budget and really keep to it. Another thing that I would really suggest that you do, there's a really great app um, for iPads, and I think it's on iPhones as well. And you can also just get it, if you don't have any of those devices, you can get it online. And it's called PepperPlate. Um, Pepper Plate is a really great way of planning your menus, planning your shopping lists, and everything just right on your computer. You can print it out, you can actually take your iPhone with you and just do your shopping list right there. Um, It's absolutely wonderful for planning. Another thing when I want to talk about is planning. Uh, When you want to cook a big meal or you're having people over, I highly suggest you put a schedule together. If you have a schedule together on how everything's going to fall out, in terms of when you're going to cook this, most of the things that you can make on Thanksgiving can be pre-made. Um, the only thing I would definitely not say pre-made is, you know, obviously your turkey that needs to be fresh from the oven. But, you know, the desserts, the dips, uh, everything can pretty much be made ahead of time. So make sure that you're doing that because when guests come over to your house, they're coming over to your house to spend the holiday with you, not to watch you run around the kitchen, which is what my guests always get when they come. Um, we have an open plan. Um, living room and um kitchen. So it, you know, you're going to see it, there's no hiding. Um if you have one of those kitchens that's away from, that's away from where everyone's sitting, you're in the luck, they won't see a sweat. But um I always try to do as much in in front of uh the day as possible, and it really does help cut down. Um now let's talk about decorations. Don't go crazy. Um you know, I've seen a lot of shows on TV where they're – actually, I saw one today where they were doing this huge centerpiece and all these um, little pumpkins around it and leaves. And I have to tell you, there's going to be a lot of stuff on this table, so minimalist is the way to go. Maybe put some decorative pieces on people's plates that they can take off. Um, Have some candles on the table. You know, it doesn't need to be um, uh, like Martha Stewart threw up on your table. You know, you can do something really tasteful and lovely. I mean, one year I did candles and then I got um, some silk leaves that look like they have turned turned in the autumn uh, season and I just sprinkled them on the table and then a runner and we're done. And I think that that's the way to go. Nine times out of ten, anything that's going to be on your table might get ruined because there's a lot of food going around there. So, you know, just keep that in into consideration. And also, if you have a lot of people in your house, you don't need to pack it out with stuff everywhere. You know, Christmas tends to be a holiday where you do put a lot of things out just because it does create a warmth in the home. The warmth from this holiday is definitely coming from the food and the people. So um, I really suggest, you know, keeping it simple. Don't go overboard. Um... Unless this is your holiday. I know people love Halloween and go overboard. I know people love Valentine's Day and go overboard, even though I don't know how you go overboard on Valentine's Day. But my point is you need to plan, you need to figure out what you want to do, and then really keep to a budget, keep it simple, and enjoy your guests. That's what the name of the game is all about. All right, so we have your party ready to go. after the break, we're going to be talking about how to make that perfect turkey here on The Social Media Chef. People need the basic necessities of food, shelter, and a sense of self dignity. The River Fund New York offers programs that are designed to help meet these needs in a safe and supportive environment and support and affirm all people regardless of age, sex, ethnicity, religion, and sexual orientation. Their numerous volunteer programs, outreach programs, and more help really truly empower people that are near or below the lines of poverty. If you would like to make a difference today, visit them online at riverfund-ny.org. Again, that's riverfund-ny.org. There are no throwaway people, and every dollar helps. This is a very, very important cause and something that you can make a difference in today. So go to online at riverfund-ny.org. Back, um, We've been talking about Thanksgiving here on today's episode of Social Media Chef. I just want to let you know that if you want any of the recipes, any of the tips, or anything that we're talking about on today's show, you can get it directly from our website, socialmediachefonline.com. You can download our, uh, our uh, podcast on iTunes. You can find me on Twitter, at The Social Chef, or at Crisco Media, which is C-H-R-I-S-G-O-M-E-D-I-A connect with us. Give us your suggestions. Um, If you have used any of our recipes or any of our tips, take a picture and send them in to us. We'd love to take a look. You can send all your pictures and thoughts and everything via Twitter, the website, or uh, you can email them to me at chris, C-H-R-I-S, at servedfreshmedia.com. Okay. Now, I'm going to tell you how to make the perfect roast turkey. Now, this is going to be quick and very vigorous, so I want you to Catch on to every little tip I'm going to give you here. Also, this whole recipe is online, so there's no worry to write everything down. Just let me talk you through it, okay? You know, roasting a turkey was always one of my biggest fears. You know, think back to the times when you are young and the fuss that was made over the roast turkey during the holidays or at dinner party. It's a big deal. The host or the hostess had to get up at the crack of dawn, start cooking, and just pray that the bird didn't come out tougher than a Nike Air Jordan, right? Um, how many times have you gone to uh, Thanksgiving and the turkey is just a little, ah, and then you have to just douse it with gravy? I'm, I'm your savior here. I'm going I'm to help you through this. So, you know, when I had to do my first bird, I was absolutely terrified. After all it was said and done, the turkey turned out okay, but I wasn't happy. You know, it was juicy, blah, but I just, I just didn't think it was good enough. I wanted to do better. Um, I wanted people to scream and drool and say this is the best turkey they ever had. Sincerely. Not just saying it like people say it to everyone else every Thanksgiving. I wanted to see sincerity. So um, I just really wanted to keep searching for the perfect technique. And then I came across a recipe um, or a technique rather about brining a turkey, which I thought was really interesting. I've never heard of brining before. Um, in terms of turkey, I've heard brining with other things, you know, with, with canning and that sort of thing, but not with turkey. Um but what brining is, is it makes cooked meat moister by uh, hydrating the cells of its muscle tissue before cooking via the process of osmosis and allowing the cells to hold onto the water while they're being cooked via the process of denaturalization. So what that means is that this is going to make a moist turkey, bar none, okay? So I tried the recipe, and it was okay, um it made the bird moist but i wanted a little bit more still so i came up with my own version so this is what um this is what i want you to grab at this grocery store you need a 15 pound turkey and that's going to feed about 12 to 15 people um 12 if no one's hungry 15 if you want that leftovers um five ounces of salt five cinnamon sticks six tablespoons of black peppercorns two tablespoons of caraway seeds four oranges cut in cut into quarters bunch of parsley a bouquet garni A half a cup of honey, one cup of maple syrup, six inches of ginger, sliced but not cleaned, just chopped, Um, four onions cut into quarters with the skin on, 400 grams of sugar, eight star anise, three tablespoons allspice berries or two tablespoons allspice powder if you can't find it, um, and six cloves. Okay, first thing you're gonna say is, "Wow, that's a lot of spices." And yes, you're right, but the these are all the great spices that um you might have in your cupboard you may not so you might have to invest a little bit Um, but my tip is if you want to get these spices cheaper go to your local ethnic market whether it be indian or chinese or greek they might have these a little bit cheaper so it's better than going to your local grocery store where you might pay through the nose especially during the season so get a bucket now i use a plastic bucket that's almost like a clothes hamper um, and line it with a um, a garbage bag. And I'm talking industrial-strength garbage bag, not these little wimpy ones that you use in the kitchen. We want a big, bad, I got this at Home Depot uh, shopping bag, I mean garbage bag. So put it into the bin, and then add enough water into the bag so that when you put the turkey in it, you can fully submerge it. Okay. So obviously, you're thinking, 15-pound 15, 15 bird, I need a bucket. We're not talking about a little bucket that you're going to mop the floor with. We're talking about a big thing. You can get these at Target. You can get these at any sort of store, and they're usually around um, 5 to $10. And it's worth having. Um, you can even use them for clothes afterwards. Um, someone hurt their leg and we soaked it. There's a lot of different things you can do with it. Just make sure you clean it afterwards. Now, <clears throat> on to the prep. Um, what you want to do is once you get the water in there, and it should be room temperature to cool, but not freezing and not too hot now once you get that water in what we want to do is we want to put all of the spices in so add all of the ingredients squeeze the oranges when you add them tear the parsley um, just break it all up break the cinnamon sticks and slosh it around and just add everything and then smoosh it around with your hands so you want to make sure all that salt and all that sugar is getting dissolved once that's dissolved grab your bird rinse it with room temperature water. Um, and that's because your bird's frozen, right? We're having a frozen bird. We haven't defrosted it. I like to just wet it a little bit just so it's not all, it's, the outside ice is a little bit melted, which is fine. Pop it in. Um, also, one more thing cut off all the strings that are binded up on the turkey so that it can just, it can just roam free. Um, then take the turkey and pop, toss them in the bath. I wiggle them around and massage them, and you know just just to get him um, used to the water. And then close up the bag, and I like to put a weight on it so that the turkey will go down into the water. A note of wisdom here: make sure that the top of the bag doesn't go into the water, or the water will leak out of the bin out of the bag and into your bin. So just be careful with where you put the weight and how tightly everything's closed, because that water will seep out. Now where are you going to put this turkey you're going to put it outside in your garage you're going to put it out um maybe outside if you can have it protected you want it in a cool place down here in florida we have our air on to about below zero all the time so i was able to leave it in one of our colder rooms but if you're up north it's fine for the garage um and what you want to do is every day you want to just wiggle it around and go in and poke them and move them around so he just gets moved into the juices and then, before you know it, I usually like to leave them in 24, 48 hours, depending um, on what you want to do. If you feel more comfortable 24, whatever. I do 40. I like 48. Um, now, before you cook him, take him out two hours. Take him out, wrap him in a beach towel or um, a bath towel, and I put him in the refrigerator and just let him sit for two hours. This will let the juices settle inside of it, um, and then when you're ready take them out um, and use the normal cooking instructions that are available for the bird and there you go Um, it needs basted it needs stuffed it needs all of that stuff but i'm telling you that brining process will be you will be absolutely astounded by the results of it all right after this break i want to talk to you um, a little bit more about this bird and i want to also talk about my homemade gravy been listening to the social media chef which I have to thank you for Um, I really enjoy doing the show and one of the things that I like to tell everybody is you know it's not just about the show it's about the community and you can find out more about our community at our website social media chef online www.socialmediachefonline.com will have everything that you need to really get jump started in terms of marketing or in the kitchen we have various stories of Twitter marketing, Facebook marketing, LinkedIn marketing, YouTube marketing. And are you getting in the kitchen? We have recipes for every different occasion, whether it be casual or formal. Even we have some alcoholic drinks on there that you can make yourself. But visit us online, Social Media Chef Online, and get the latest and downloads from our free eBooks, videos, and a lot more. We hope to see you there at SocialMediaChefOnline.com. Welcome back. It's so funny. During the break, I was I was just thinking about um, last Thanksgiving and the turkey and um, how absolutely delicious it turned out. And I wanted to give you a couple more hints. Uh, follow the instructions, but make sure to keep checking. The number one thing when you're cooking a turkey that I would say is that it has to be coddled like a child. It needs to be your little baby during that time. So, for example. On a Thanksgiving, you can usually find me planted not far from the kitchen because every five, ten minutes—I mean, it's a little overkill, I know—but it really does keep your eye on it, so you can keep the temperature right. You can make sure that if it's not burning fat, if it's not browning, or if it's not cooking, you can turn it up. You can take the tin foil off the top of it or open the top of your roasting pan, whatever you want um just make sure that you keep an eye on it and coddle it. Another tip that I have for you is if you're going to make um if you're going to baste it, one of my favorite bastes is a stick of butter and a cup of maple syrup. Now that sounds absolutely revolting um or delicious depending on what your what your ideas are. For me it sounds a little bit sweet. But what that will do is you you are not going to baste the my suggestion is not to baste the um turkey in its own juices. I prefer to baste the turkey with um, another agent that's outside of the turkey, such as maple syrup and butter. What that will do is that won't make the um, turkey ultra-sweet, because a lot of it will drip off, but it will create a coating that will keep the moisture in, almost like a little bit of a shell. Now, it's not going to peel off. It's not going to crack. It's not going to be like anything. You're just going to cut it like normal meat. It's not going to have any sort of residual, but I'm telling you, it, it... is absolutely lovely and when you take that bird out don't just take it out and start cutting it leave it i like to leave mine for 40 minutes um sometimes it's less if people are starving (laughs) but make sure that you're covering you take it out of the oven you cover it completely with tin foil so it keeps all of that heat in and it will work i promise you it will work you will not have a cold turkey if you oh you won't have a cold turkey if you wrap it tight enough okay Let's move on to the, let's move on to the gravy because I don't have that much time for this segment. But I'm over people buying gravy on Thanksgiving. You're going to be in that kitchen cooking. Make sure that gravy's good and homemade gravy is the best. Let me just get you down to the basics here. This is what I put in my gravy. I like two large containers of beef stock. You can use chicken stock, low sodium, whatever you please. They're both going to have a slightly different flavor, but it's whatever you want to do. Um, one large or two small bulbs of fennel, one large white onion, and I mean large two cloves of garlic, or more if you like the garlicky taste, one cup of white cooking wine, um, all-purpose flour just on the side for thickening it if you need to, and salt and pepper to taste. Now, what I do is, in a pot that can handle all of the ingredients above, bring the white wa- the white cooking wine and beef stock to a boil. While that's starting to boil, because it's going to be room temperature, um, chop, chop or blitz the garlic, onion, and fennel. I don't care what you do. Just clean it, um, clean it off, chop it, it can be chunky, it can be small, whatever you please. I like a little bit smaller, so what I'll do is I'll just throw it in the food processor. I don't have time. Um, and I want you to use all the fennel, okay? Um, I'll just take off the top, the tips of the fronds, and also the bottom. But the the um, the fronds that look like dill, you want to keep those up and throw them in. Okay, once they're all chopped finely, add them to the boiling mixture on the stove, grind some salt and pepper... And leave boiling for five minutes. Then what I do is I reduce the heat to a low boil and just leave on the stove while I'm cooking the bird. I always start my gravy when I start my bird. When my bird goes in the oven, I immediately start boiling this gravy. And I do leave it on the stove all day. Okay, so it's not something you really have to babysit too much. But what we're looking for is we want this to reduce and we want all the ingredients inside of it to be really, really mushy. Okay, so you want to keep taking a look at it and keep checking on it and see and pushing on the um different the different um the onions and the garlic and the and the fennel to see if it's getting soft. Once it is, we want to we want to liquidize the mixture. So I like to use an immersion blender, um, which is really really handy. And if you're going to be cooking in the kitchen, it is absolutely superb. Um, you can use a blender or food processor, whatever you want to do. I use an immersion blender. So what I do is I make sure that it's all nice and smooth immediately what you're going to think is like, wow, okay, this is getting thick already. So I add a little bit more white wine or broth if it is too thick because we still have to reduce a little bit more. Um, Then here's a great trick for thickening up a gravy. Um, Take about a quarter cup of the mixture out of the the pot and into a little bowl and add flour, add a little bit of flour, and mix it together in that bowl until it's really nice and thick almost like a roux, then you want to get that and dump it directly into the gravy and mix it together. That's the way that you can get away from having um, bits of flour floating around. And people are like, what is that? And you're like, oh, it's chopped onion, but you know it's flour. So um, that's a really great way of thickening it. Now, you you want it to be thicker than water because we're going to add the drippings from the turkey after it's finished you really should grab um, an, a fat separator. You can get them anytime during this, this um, Thanksgiving time of year um, at your local grocery store or whatever. They're like 10 bucks or so. Um, it almost looks like a measuring cup and on top it has, um, it has a spout on the side with a little plunger and it has almost like a strainer looking top to the measuring cup. When you finish your bird and you take them out to sit, take those juices and dump them into that separator. What will happen is the goodness and the badness are going to separate Um, and you're going to see all of the good drippings are going to come up to the spout and you can dump them directly into the gravy and all of the oil and grossness is going to be um, just discarded because it's going to separate, which is wonderful. And that's what's going to really bring your gravy into the complementary stage for the turkey because you have to have some sort of tie there. And right now you don't have anything that you're using the same ingredients with, so that that those drippings are really going to make it work now go ahead and mix that in and mix it in and while you're while the turkey's sitting and judge the, te- judge the texture if you don't like the texture add a little bit more white wine if you do like the texture leave it but we want to keep it on a low heat even still because we don't want it to stick we don't want it to get clumpy and we don't want it to get cold so a low simmer lowest setting possible is good for this until the bird's ready um I like to serve it on the side for people to do themselves. Some people pour it over top. I think the people that pour it over top are trying to hide something, so I always suggest putting it on the side. just looks a little bit classier. Um, And, yeah, and see, that's not too hard, right? This is all going in on your kitchen, and it's just one little pot that's on the stove. You blend it. You put your drippings in. Game on. You have the perfect gravy. Add salt and pepper to taste. If you want more garlic, you want more anything, just do it to your own taste. It's really, really that simple, and you don't need to use any sachets, which I hate seeing. I hate seeing sachets in those jars of gravy. You can make it yourself, and everyone's going to be thinking it's the best gravy ever. All right? All right, let's go to a break, and when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about next week's show. Okay, let's be honest. Do you have a Twitter campaign that isn't going anywhere? Do you have a Facebook campaign that none of your target market is liking at the moment? Do you need some more engagement on LinkedIn? Or how about having some videos on YouTube that you just want more people to see? This is when you need to call Go Media International. We're an online marketing firm that offer crisp, fresh online marketing solutions. We do everything from websites to search engine optimization to keyword research to email marketing campaigns, online advertising, you name it. you got to check out our website. It's gomediaonline.com. Or if you want to talk to somebody about getting some help with your online marketing campaign, call us toll free on 1-866-926-2636 for a free, no-obligation consultation. We have lots of ways to help you at Go Media Online. All you need to do is reach out. Visit us again at gomediaonline.com. right everyone thanks so much for joining me on today's social media chef our thanksgiving edition next week we're going to talk about it's coming up on the fourth quarter actually it is the fourth quarter folks and we need to think about what you're going to do to market your business next year so um, we have the holidays coming up are you going to be getting in touch with anybody to market your business are you going to wait until january we're going to talk about all the ways that you can get ready for the coming year as well as make the most of the holidays until next week thanks so much for joining me today on the social media chef and i hope you have a wonderful week.